Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Matt is back. I am back. It is glorious. You will not have to just listen to my whispered monotone musings. You'll get to hear Matt's as well. Yes. And so they will not be whispered just at a high register. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast, and I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. Matt, there were three podcasts last week. The first with Bill Hader on Monday and Common. That was one hour, 50 minutes, and 27 seconds. The second with Mark Stein and Michael K. Williams. Also, Matt, and I'm sure you're thrilled about this, featuring Bill's dad. Can't wait to talk about it. That one, one hour, 59 minutes, and 35 seconds. Uh, And the final one of the week with Ryan, only Ryan, for one hour, 56 minutes, and 59 seconds. On the first podcast of the week, Pearl Jam, one minute, 42 seconds in. That's good. Three minutes and 25 seconds. Bill refers to Terry Gross, the Dean Emeritus of audio interviews and podcasting. Very famous, very well-respected. Woman. Bill says he. What's Terry Gross's interview style like? What's it like to be? Well, yeah, I've never met the OGs. Hater immediately goes to great lengths to repeatedly refer to Terry Gross using female pronouns. I've never met her. I have no idea what she looks like, and I've done her show twice. Yeah, you're, you're she's in Philadelphia, and I'm in LA. And you done got caught. Speaking of getting caught at 11:25, as Bill Hader is talking about the great respect he has for uh, Reese Witherspoon, Bill interrupts. She's an amazing actor. She's one of the best actor, 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 whatever. It's ever, also ever hard because you have the balance of not a good podcast for Bill in terms of letting other people talk. I love Bill Hader. I think he's super creative. I think he's super funny. He tells great stories. I was let down by this podcast. Wasn't Bill Hader just on? Yeah, he was like at the start of the uh, Barry season. Did they just not get anybody? Or do you think this is some kind of like HBO partnership thing? You got to have Bill Hader on. He's got that show. The Bills were talking about how. Uh, Hater must have really gotten a bump for Barry from Game of Thrones. And Bill H. notes that once Game of Thrones was over, the ratings went down. That he was getting better ratings when Game of Thrones was on because it was leading into Barry. Presumably because people just left their TVs on while they did their shit. I wonder if they were like, what are we going to do? Put Bill Hater on Bill Simmons' podcast, see if we can get some pub. I think I almost watched Barry oh, it's based great. on listening to You this. haven't seen it? No, I, I think totally I'm going to. recommend it. Yeah, it's great. It's definitely worth your time. I have a counter theory. It's that Bill Hader showed up to do what at that time was a mysterious podcast version of The Rewatchables, where they refused to give what the name was. On today's episode of the Bill Simmons podcast, Bill gives away the name of the movie they're watching, and then about 45 seconds later, asks Cousin Kyle, should I give away the name of the movie, and then reveals it a second time. Very dramatic. (laughs) So I think Bill Hader was just there to record The Rewatchables, and Bill Simmons just dragged him in. That's probably true. I like my theory, though. What a shock. Also, in the beginning, Bill said... Great uh, to have you back, Matt, <laughs> you egomaniac. In the beginning, um, Bill S. was really upset that Bill Hader had not come on his pod first to talk about Barry. At 1611, there's a discussion about one of your favorite all-time movies, Matt. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Bill Simmons says Pulp Fiction has no structure. And there was no structure to it. We have discussed uh, the fact that I took a girl to a Valentine's Day date 
to Pulp Fiction. I like the movie. It's a fun movie and it not is. just for the gimp. I agree. It has a very formal structure. Yeah. Like it's a very specifically structured film because of the way it moves around in terms of the time. Yes. So it's actually the opposite of what Bill's saying. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's trying to sound smart. I have uh, one thing I want to talk about unrelated to the podcast specifically. I don't Matt, know. This is the Bill Simmons podcast. <laughs> podcast. Well, I'll allow it. Is. It sort of is. I'll give you a little leeway. Do you keep tabs on Bill's Twitter? Off and on. A lot of his tweets are just self-promotion or promotion of the ringer. He had a tweet the other day that was a promotion for the new For Realsies. I already hated the name. Seeing the way they spell it yeah. is annoying. Have you listened shit. to it? No, but Bill says it's his favorite ringer podcast. Fuck you, Bill. You can't tell us it's not nepotism and then go to such great lengths to make it appear to be nepotism. He initially promoted it by saying it's his favorite family member. Since then, he's rolled that back and now says she's his favorite Ringer employee. Yeah. Wait a minute. If she's his favorite Ringer employee, is Bill f***ing paying her? I wouldn't surprise me. It's probably a big tax dodge. (laughs) At 20 minutes and 20 seconds, Bill wants to talk to uh, Bill Hader about this exceptional episode of season two of Barry. Bill begins by saying, remind me what happened. Wait, I forget the initial reason why you're at the guy's house. Oh, so even though I've seen Loach, it three times, um, Bill wants to talk about this episode and is completely unprepared to talk about any part of the episode other than the fight scene. At one hundred nine forty-five, Bill describes Kawhi Leonard as like a rock of granite. Yeah, I mean, Kawhi is like he's just like a, a rock of granite, not like a rock, not like, <laughs> like granite. granite, like a rock of granite. He doesn't want to take this metaphor for granite. I'll accept that. I found the interview to be a little bit boring, but man, the South Side of Chicago accent is great. Yeah. I I love listening to him speak. Common had like an interesting way of engaging with Bill during the podcast, which was sort of like almost interview him back. Bill would say, my top five NBA players. And Common would be like, oh, well, what's your top five? Tell me what they are so that he could kind of engage him in the conversation. But Bill just kept talking over him. I thought that Bill should have shut up and let Common talk. At 112.27, Common asks Bill who Bill's top five NBA players are. Bill begins to answer, and then the podcast goes straight to an ad. Who, who are your top five players? In I mean, I know we have people had this talk all the time, but who yeah, are your I top had... five? All right, we're going to take a break, talk about Simply Safe. <laughs> Good it, job, it's, Kyle. It's, it, he, not only <laughs> is he interrupting, the podcast itself interrupts. That's really good. The ad that was used for interruption, Simply Safe. A great advertiser. This product makes me feel good in my heart. It helps me sleep better. It makes me want to pet more cats. I don't like cats, but it does help me sleep better. Great to have you back from vacation, <laughs> Rich Matt. Can we note for the podcast listeners, because I don't want them to think that I'm some lazy-ass rich guy who goes on vacation, that we tried to record the podcast, and basically because I could not get my headphones to work, there was a terrible echo, and we recorded the whole thing but decided not to air it because it sounded so bad. No, you're not a lazy rich man. You're a very industrious rich man. <laughs> At one thirteen forty, I can't imagine what it's like to continually record your swallows into a microphone <laughs> for a production that is earning you your daily bread. It's got to be embarrassing if you're, if you're at all self-conscious. Bill is not. On the other hand, loud, wet swallows into a microphone with Common, who is suave and handsome as all get out. I feel like at that point, even if I were totally unself-conscious, I would start to be a little self-conscious. Bill, no. Yeah. You know, and I think... It's probably the only way he... At 136.45, Bill manages to figure out a way to brag to Common about his involvement in the production of the Fab Five 30 for 30. And we were able to capture it, and now it's like this document for all the shit they did. I mean, they, 
and swallows. As you said, they ushered all of these different things in. <laughs> it's such a nice opportunity to combine two of the things we love most about the Bill Simmons podcast. Bill's unrestrained narcissism. Yes. And throat noises. Yes. <laughs> At 145.40, Bill's voice begins to get scratchier and scratchier. It sounds like he's got a frog in his throat or a cold. It's not clear. And so he apologizes. I think the I feel like he has another great album. In oh, he Sorry, has. My voice. That's all good. And then takes a drink. Um, Me too. I was, but um, he I is, still feel like he's coming back. Why leave that in? It makes, why do we have to hear this? <laughs> it makes no sense. Not only does it sound bad, then we have to hear him audibly swallowing, but not like his regular swallow, liquid swallow. And then he, they basically acknowledge how bad it sounds. Is this Kyle? Like, is this a Kyle thing and then Bill just doesn't pay any attention? I think there's an absolute utter lack of oversight into the product. <laughs> Not enough people complain. Advertisers don't complain. They get whatever traffic they're hoping to get. And so they're satisfied. There's no need to fix something if it ain't broken as far as they're concerned. Well, we complain. Of course we complain, and we have upwards of 100 listeners. Matt, we have made at least $7. I'm really impressed Thank you, us. Bill Simmons Podcast, <laughs> podcast community. Please tell your friends, assuming you don't mind if they stop being your friends, because you've recommended the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. I do want to thank all the listeners, but you know who I don't want to thank? Tell me. Mr. Toes22, who left us a bad review on iTunes. I'm not opposed to criticism. I welcome I'm, it. I hate it. I welcome it. Don't like it. But Mr. Toes said this. This was April 30th, <laughs> but I just noticed it the other day. These two seem to be upset that Bill Simmons has developed a successful media company and that they are stuck in whatever lot in life they happen to be stuck in. Yeah, Matt well, Mr. Toes, possibly slurped in the middle of that read. <laughs> but go ahead. Tell us what your response is to Mr. Toes. But Mr. Toes, I think we've made it quite clear why we're upset. And it doesn't have anything to do with Bill's successful podcast. And it has everything to do with his shit job he does on his successful podcast. <laughs> I would love to be rich. Yeah, sure. I would love to send my kids to Boston. I would love to have my kids go play on Mike Schur's kids' baseball team. I would love to just talk into mics and meet presidents and common and sports dudes and get to go to the NBA Finals and the Super Bowl. I don't get to do any of that. He also said, the things that they are ripping on Simmons about are so silly and nitpicky that really exposes how bitter and angry they are. First of all, fitting that he up the sentence yes which is a very bill simmons thing to do yes. also yes they are silly and nitpicky are you listening that's the point yes i feel like this was either kyle or <laughs> somebody else I, I i have spent some time on the bill simmons subreddit and allegedly there are ringer employees who lurk based on what i can't remember but i read it on their Reddit page i think they may have commented about it uh some ringer employees or have like drop some hints on there that they are uh, i'm just talking about my ass at this point but I did read this like on the on the Bill Simmons subreddit, which makes me think maybe they're also lurking on iTunes. Some podcast hosts who are more self-actualized than we are would take as a great success the fact that we don't hear quite as many directly on Mike Swallows from Bill Simmons. And it is clear that he is thinking about editing things. <laughs> we are not those type of people. We want to be rich. <laughs> I want to be rich, and I would like to make all that goddamn rich man's money and until that happens get used to the bitterness <laughs> get used to the anger although it's kind of like that laughing at yourself anger we have not heard <laughs> by way of complaints from mr toes and mr toes one through 21 <laughs> so clearly the other mr toes are on our side matt you like things that are delicious delicious
I love things that are delicious. Including super duper wet chicken. And it just gets super duper right. duper soft and wet. I don't know why anybody would eat any other kind of chicken. Here are some of the things that Bill thought were delicious last week. Is something that's super important for mm. Mm. And I think they're talking about mm. Mm. 10 seasons mm. last year, I'm going to say. Mm. 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 I mm. hope. Mm. Mm. It wasn't mm. until um. Mm. Mm. I kind of like those. The second podcast of the week uh, featured Mark Stein in a discussion about free agency before Bill spoke to his dad uh, and then to Michael K. Williams. Pearl Jam at two minutes and six seconds. Again, I'm with it. At 10.50, Bill says tools like this. Kyrie had the most tools you would ever want from somebody. And then leaves in this noise. The Celtics fan base. And you don't have to say tools perfectly. It's okay. If you want to say tools that way, tools and leave it in, edit the weird noise out. We have the technology. I can do it at home for free. Again, Matt, <laughs> we have paid $0 for this podcast. And made seven. Uh, at 20 minutes and 40 seconds, Bill Simmons swallows. Yeah, I think players are more educated on how the league works than they've ever been before because of social media, podcasts, um, what they read. Bill is always on the vanguard of new bodily noises. They're head noises. <laughs> We're not talking about farts or armpit noises yeah. or anything like that. Stomach gurgles. Yeah. Presumably his ass and his stomach aren't mic'd. <laughs> With Kyle in charge, who knows? We don't think they have enough mics to do that. Be it swallows, burps, yawns, the weird drowning noises. He's now doing coughs into the mic. These can be edited out. Or you can turn away and mute your mic with a cough button. Either way, your listening audience, the people you rely on for the monetization of your product and therefore your subsistence, don't have to listen to you f***ing cough. Here's one at 2313. That's the league we live in now. And these guys... <clears throat> it's very easy for them to get in touch with each other. And and here's another one at 3312. Title totally open. <laughs> at 3631, Bill engages Mark in a game of overpaid. Do you think they'll be overpaid? Underpaid. Underpaid. Or properly. Properly. Played. Played. <laughs> it feels a little bit like it's a game of apples, apples, and oranges. <laughs> also, if you get the word right twice, you would think that that would be good practice. Do you think he was like this? Paid, paid. What was it again? <laughs> <laughs> At 3933, Bill points out that these are June 25th guesses, meaning guesses about free agency that they're making on June 25th. And no one can hold us against this. These are June 25th guesses. Nobody can hold us against this. <laughs> <laughs> I think what he means is no one can hold this against us. It's just, it's perfect. It, so it sounds like it's a bad, victorious... <laughs> female vocalist thunder ballad <laughs> don't you think it wouldn't even make sense as a lyric <laughs> at 5142 he's not the backup plan but that's what i mean maybe he's the backup pam he's the backup pam <laughs> this is what happens when you run out of non-stick uh, cooking spray and you need some more you reach for the backup pam didn't rashida jones play the backup pam yes we karen were. karen was her name god <laughs> We love Simply Safe as a product. We think it's safe. We think it's simple. But nothing thrills also me well more. Named. <laughs> nothing thrills me more than when Bill talks about food as a sponsor, specifically Heinz mayonnaise. Now at fifty-eight fifty, I don't believe this Heinz mayonnaise read is quite as sultry, <laughs> frankly, quite as seductive as some of Bill's prior mayonnaise reads. 
Heinz mayonnaise transforms ordinary foods into an unforgettably creamy experience. But listen to the way he stretches out this word. You'll never forget a delicious potato salad made with creamy Heinz mayonnaise foods. Foods. (laughs) He also manages to say creamy at least six times during this ad read. Creamy, 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 creaminess, creamy, creamy. As well as an additional creamy from Kyle. But he still figures out a way to say creamy wrong. With Heinz mayonnaise won't just be the unforgettably creamy highlight of your week. Now, sometimes, Matt, when I'm thinking about foods that really engage the erotic portions of my brain, it causes me to pause, especially when I'm thinking about just how delicious the food is. Telling everyone with an air shot just how good it was. I will point out that in <laughs> true Bill Simmons fashion, as he's doing an ad read, Heinz mayonnaise, he talks about its importance in a BLT sandwich, and then immediately talks about how it's also important to get the bacon right. <laughs> And the bacon needs to be cooked correctly in the whole thing. Way to stay on message. Heinz is listening, (laughs) Bill. Unless Heinz is selling some fucking bacon, stay on message, son. He says, no one will remember the good TV show, but you'll always remember a good potato salad. You'll never forget a delicious potato salad. (laughs) What the (laughs) Wait, wait, Matt, before you... (laughs) Now, I don't remember any TV shows in the last 15 years, but don't you remember in 2007 uh, when you had that great potato salad at the lake? Yes. See? Case in no, I don't. I don't remember that potato salad. And even if I did remember that potato salad, I wouldn't remember it more than I would remember, like, Stranger Things. Like, this is <laughs> bullshit. That's the part where I'm trying well, to figure out. Well, what if it's law? <laughs> I mean, that's got to be an ad lib, right? The ad read was almost exactly the same as, as the other mayonnaise reads. Maybe that's just the way it is. I guess. Maybe it's supposed to be, like, a joke. We don't take our mayonnaise that seriously. It makes me wonder <laughs> what the condom meant. I like it. At 108.25, there's this entry for the Joe Bluth Award of the Week. What pleases me the most is that immediately after Bill stutters through that rendition of human speech, his dad agrees. Obviously, it was yeah, Boston's fault. I agree with you. Every time Bill says, and now I'm going to bring my dad on. All right, we're going to call my dad. My shoulders drop. It's just so disappointing. I liked how I did think that uh, it was a hilarious image when Bill's dad offered that if Bill drove Kyrie to the airport, he would sit in the back seat with him. That sounds like a hilarious car ride. There was a, a nice moment of Simmons family f***ing up. They're talking about Kyrie and about who they can sign. I think they're talking about whether they can sign Horford, which, by the way, Bill, fuck you. He's a sixer. I think they're talking about whether they can do that. And if so, what do they need to do? And Bill's dad says that he would they would need to denounce if they denounce Rozier, do we have... Which is hilarious because it's renounced. Uh, but it sounds funny to denounce him like it's like they stood on a mountaintop and talked about how bad Kyrie was. Yes. As this is happening in real time, I'm thinking, oh, good. I'm going to make this note that Bill's dad said denounce when he meant renounce. Bill catches it yes. and says, yes. I like how you, quote, created a new word there, <laughs> denounce. I like that, that you created so- a new word, denounce. Bill says that... Bill's dad created a new word, that word being denounce. Chris, I think that word existed prior to Bill's dad saying it. Let's check with the robots. <laughs> denounce, denounce, denounce. Matt, you're correct. Yes. So what happened here was Bill's dad fucked it up. Bill noticed it. Bill fucked up noticing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All three components of a worthwhile <laughs> podcast right there. At 113.48, Kyle interrupts with this. I'm trying to think other... Switzerland. He's from Switzerland? 
That's what it, the internet says, yeah. Yeah, Switzerland, says Kyle. Born in Switzerland. And I really can't tell from listening to that whether or not he's mic'd up or they just jacked up the volume <laughs> on his interjection. Sounded, either either way, a, like, I guess that's an improvement. It sounded to me like they jacked the volume up. I don't think it was a mic. It's just good stuff. <laughs> At 1.30.10, while talking with Michael K. Williams, who is great and is very cool, Bill Simmons brags about doing the first podcast ever with President Obama, which was in 2012, and brags how Obama chose Omar as his favorite Wire character on that same podcast. You know, I, I was, think he said it to me. It was an interview I did with him. Remember we talked about this. Yeah. It was, it, you were the, and I was. I was in the White House. I did the first ever podcast with him. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Bill wanted you to know how great he was. Well, no, he didn't want me to know how great he was. He, <laughs> he wanted Michael, Michael K. Williams, Williams to yeah. know how great he was. <laughs> it's true. The more times you say yeah, the more affirmation you offer. Oh, yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does Bill. Let's have a listen to his responses in affirmation of both common and Michael K. Williams. I mean, I always love the lethal weapons. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, like, obviously they check the guns. and Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. But and we were taking it serious. You yeah, know? yeah, I mean, yeah. Three years ago. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a few choice words for her in that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of these pictures is not cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just dated myself, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Towering Inferno. The third and final podcast of the week, the Rosillo podcast, was 156.59. That's one hour, 56 minutes, and 59 seconds of just Bill and Ryan. It did seem to drag a little bit. It dragged. It's off to a good start when at one minute and eight seconds, Bill admits he's an only child and presumes he's at the center of the universe. I thought I invented this, but apparently lots of other people have done this. I still feel like I'm an only child. I feel like I, I'm, I'm the center of the universe. I like how that uh, philosophy has persisted throughout his adult life into his 50th year. On the other hand, the basis for this assumption is because he thinks he invented putting M&Ms on popcorn. It's, it seems like a pretty minor like victory. <laughs> and he was sort of stunned when he learned that other people, although Kyle confirmed his, um, his, his belief by saying that he only started doing it when he saw Bill's family do it. Also, Bill now thinks that elevating it to caramel M&Ms is somehow... You know, has has made it that much better. Well, pretty succinctly put. Matt. I think they sell it like this. I think you can buy in the movie theater. I think there was a time when you could buy popcorn mixed with M and M's. This is off topic, Matt. But you ever notice how Bill likes to talk about playing basketball and what it's like to play basketball and the type of players he would like to play basketball with and when he's played basketball in the past? Yes. Have you ever heard him talk about his actual basketball resume? No. As far as I know, he never played pro. He never yeah. played college. Mm -hmm. He never played high school that he's mentioned. And I have to presume he definitely would mention it repeatedly <laughs> if he had played high school basketball. So it sounds like the degree to which he played basketball at any formal level was intramurals in college. Yeah. He and I, I have the up. same basketball CV. <laughs> Lost a lot of respect for him. I didn't have that much. At 245, Pearl Jam. This is the latest we got in Pearl Jam this week. Yeah. At 28.16, Bill manages to get three swallows in during a Bud Light ad. Bud Light giving everyone the chance to win the getaway of a lifetime. You can win two tickets aboard a VIP cruise to the Bahamas this summer, featuring a live performance by Jake Owen. And of course, plenty. At 39.39, this snort. <laughs> At 46.54, I dare you to replicate your pronunciation of this word. Not really that replicable. I do think one last thing on the Spurs. Again, I think it's supposed to be, I think it's supposed to be replicable. 
You could think of it as like replicants from Blade Runner. That's how I'll choose to think about it from now on. <laughs> At 48-58, Bill's talking about how Kawhi sat out a year when he was on the Spurs roster before he was ultimately traded to Toronto. And Bill says the Spurs probably definitely felt betrayed. <laughs> they probably definitely felt betrayed. Let me qualify something that is also <laughs> like lock solid. I mean, it's so solid, it's like a rock of granite. <laughs> At 51-57, Bill uses the word posture as a verb. Rick Buecher postured. Now, the thing is, I looked this up, and you can use posture as a verb as long as you mean to do something about posture. What he means, I think, is posited. The best part of this podcast for my money, and again, there's no money here. <laughs> Was it 54-54, right, when we cash out those seven bucks? At 54-54, Bill says, tampering is just gone, and then goes on to bitch about tampering in the NBA. Tampering is just gone? At 56.17, Rusilla says, bitching about tampering is the most tiring thing ever. <laughs> tampering, bitching, to me, is the most tired thing ever. And then Ryan says, tampering doesn't bother him. Complaining about it does. Tampering does not bother me. Complaining about it does. To which Bill immediately reverses course <laughs> and says, I'm pro-tampering. Yes. I'm pro-tampering. <laughs> At 104.30, Bill wonders if Rod Polinka, the GM of the Lakers, could really be that shrewd. And then says this. Maybe he's pulled one over us. I don't think the phrase is to pull one over us. You can pull one over on us. You can pull the wool over our eyes. I don't think you can pull one over us. I mean, you could. Yeah, but no one is going to know what you're talking about. (laughs) At 125.07, Bill begins a discussion about new owner syndrome, which is his theory that when owners buy new sports franchises, they immediately want to begin leaving their fingerprints all over the process. Classic new owner syndrome. You've heard my theory on new owner syndrome, right? The guy, when an owner buys a team that first year, they're just completely off the reservation. They come in. Ryan then says he knows what Bill's talking about because he wrote a column on it. I wrote a they, column they on made it. All their... Bill agrees and then explains it to him. <laughs> yeah, they've, re- they've made all their money. <laughs> it's for your benefit, Chris. I learned so much. At 129.35, there's a discussion about the Lillard, McCollum, Beal, three-player team up, however you want to call it. Bill thinks about the word he's going to use to describe, just as I did, the three-player team up. Pauses, and then goes for it with this. Put And put together a Lillard, McCollum, Beal, Trioka, that would be... Matt, I checked, and it's Troika. <laughs> Troika. It is not designed to be metrically similar to <laughs> Toyota. Trioka. Troika. 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 This this is maybe even a little too nitpicky, but at one thirty six, hush your mouth. At one hour thirty six minutes, Bill says that he wrote a column after the lockout that there was a two guard glut, and that uh, what he says is he wrote that Aaron Aflalo was going to get like fifty million dollars. Yeah, I tried looking this up, and and he says, and this is why I looked it up because Bill says, and I think he did. I looked it up, Chris. Yeah, he did not. <laughs> Aaron Aflalo, after the lockout season, got a five-year, $36 million contract, which even in 2010 money and in that cap, I mean, it's a lot of money, but that's not like a crazy overpay. I think if Bill had been more confident about this, I just would have forgotten about it. But because he said, I think he did, Bill, you forced me into this. Bill, podcast man, (laughs) erstwhile columnist, (laughs) equivocator, (laughs) we salute you. I have a feeling, Matt, that this episode of the Bill Simmons podcast podcast will go down in history, much like 
the potato salad of 2011. <laughs> it was so, so, what's the word I'm looking for? Creamy. Creamy. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. So Loach, uh, the cop who's been... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 